Welcome to the Sugar Hill Church Podcast. We hope and pray this message challenges and inspires you to live out God's truth in your life. Today we're going to talk about uh, the leader within. And um, I have a question for you. Who all in here would say they're a leader? Raise your hand. Okay, about about 20% of you. All right, let's talk about leadership just for a minute before we get into the message. So everyone's a leader. If you think about leadership at its very, very core, leadership is about influence. So every one of us, every single day and every single moment, we are influencing somebody in our life and somebody is influencing us. And now, are we intentional about that all the time? No. But people are watching, they are listening to us. And as believers, the moment we became a member of God's family, the moment we said, Lord, forgive me, come into my life, at that very moment, you became a leader in his kingdom and for his kingdom. So I'm going to ask the question again. Who in here is a leader? Raise your hand. We all are. The question isn't, are we a leader? The question is, how are we leading? So I want to talk a little bit about uh, Gideon. Who's heard the story of Gideon in Judges chapter 6? Right? So just to backdrop a little bit. Uh, Gideon, I'll take it, take it even further back. For a, for a while, the Israelite people, they got away from God. So they stopped doing the things of God. And God said, well, I'm going to turn you over to the Midianites for seven years. So for seven years, the Midianite army came into their land, the Israelites' land, took their food, tore up their crops, took their animals. So for seven years, this was going on. And eventually, the people of Israel cried out to God. The Bible says they cried out to God. Now, when I read that, I say, okay, the times I've cried out to God, I've asked for forgiveness. So I think they were asking for forgiveness. I think they were saying, God, we realize we've gotten away from you and we want to come back to you. And they cried out to God. And God heard them, and we'll talk about that in a little bit because he heard them and he responded. Just like today, Jesus hears us and he responds. He forgives us. He, he welcomes us back into his open arms. So when this happened, well, before I say that, Here's what I know for me, and I'm sure for many of you in this room. There are times, there are seasons where we've kind of gotten away from God. Or there may be times and seasons where you will get away from God. But here's what I want you to know. God's there. He's waiting for you to return to him. And that this story, this message is for all of you. It may have gotten away, maybe gotten back, maybe are away now. This message is for you. All right. 
So again, the backdrop is getting, the Midianites have destroyed their, their people or their food and their crops. And before I get into the heart of the message, I need some help. I need two people up on stage who would like to win a $100 gift card and a $50 gift card. But you got to come up stage. So I know no introverts are coming up here. All right, I need two people. All right, there's one. Okay, got it. First two people come up here. First two people. Oh, you're, oh, you're late. Oh, so you got beat. Okay, got it. All right, the first hour we had two students. All right, come on. come. It's okay. Come way over here. All right, way, way, way over here. All right, so this is the Bass Pro gift card. $100. This is a visa. That means you can go anywhere. I mean, you can go Macy's. You can go anywhere. All right, tell me your name. Roberta. Jackie. Jackie. All right, Roberta and Jackie. This is a game, so I need you to turn this way. And I have some questions for you. Are you biblical scholars? Nope. Are you a biblical scholar? Okay, well, I'm going to help you. I'm a helper. That's what I do. All right? All right, so I'm going to ask you your questions. All right? Now, you can't. She is cheating already. Okay, so I'm going to put my hand out. And the first one to hit my hand after I ask the question with the answer, if you get the answer right, you get a point, okay? okay. All right, now go ahead and hit my hand so you get, all right, see, boom, all right. I mean, you just tapped it, yeah, you might be in trouble. Okay, so this is about the Gideon story, all right? So get your head into the Gideon story, right? So Gideon had an army, and God cut that army down. So he went from one number to another number to another number, all right? So here's the question. How many soldiers were in Gideon's army when they fought the Midianites? Was it, no, wait a minute. Oh, whoa, she's back. You know the answer? No. Okay, well, I, okay, she's going to make it up. All right, ready? I'm going to give you a choice, all right? So I'm going to help you. I'm a helper, right? Was it 32,000, 10,000? 300. 300. Bing. Got it. She's quick, man. Okay. Well, all right. So got one point for you. Are right, you ready for the next one? You ready? Come on, Roberta. I'm, come on now. All right. When the, then you have to listen to this one closely. When, if you're, are you good at math? Yes. Do I get a lifeline? <laughs> the is no. Okay. So when the 10,000 in Gideon's army went down to the water, right? They went down to the water and God said, I want you to pick the ones that cup the water and drink it like this, okay? The ones that stick their head in the water, eliminate those, okay? So God said, all right, good. how many were eliminated? Was it 3,000, 5,000, 9,700? Dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bingo, that's right, 9,700, all right? Your last, your last chance. I'm a helper. I just, I'm a helper. Right. Okay, a little bit of a cheater, but I am a helper. All right, are right, you ready? How many soldiers were in the Midianites' army? Was it 40,000? 80,000? Or 120,000? <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, no, no, no. You're just trying to be nice. Okay, it was 120000 Well, I told her, I whispered into her ear, it's the last one. And she's over there going. You can tell I never cheated in school, obviously. She's getting the $100 gift card. Well, she earned it all yeah, You way. get the $50 gift card. Thank you all for giving them a big hand. All right, so why did I do that? I have no idea. It was fun. No, the, so the point of all this is, so we, now we have 300 people in Gideon's army against how many? 120,000. How many? 120,000. Thank you. 120,000 in the Midianites' army. So why was that? Well, God knew if they had a big army and the Israelites had a big army, they would take all the credit for it. If they, for victory. So God said, you know what? I want them to know that they know that they know that it's my power that they go with, that it's my power that they're going to get the victory from and not their own. So that's the, that's the logic behind this. All right, so let's, uh, let's jump into the story. So you got Gideon in the first slide. You got Gideon, and Gideon is out there, and he's threshing wheat. You know what threshing wheat thrashing or something like that. All right, that, what that means is he's beating the wheat and knocking the grain out of it, out of the wheat straw, all right, for food. So he's out there minding his own business, uh, doing what he needs. Can, Winston, can you put the slide? There, thank you. So he's out there doing this, and the angel of the Lord came down and sat underneath a shade tree. He's working away, sat underneath the shade tree. And look what he said. So he says to Gideon, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Now, Gideon, if you look at the first part, it says, pardon me, my Lord, lowercase, Lord. So Gideon doesn't realize that this is the angel of the Lord talking to him. He thinks it's just some man talking to him. So Gideon immediately says to him, uh, dude, I'm paraphrasing. So, uh, dude. God is not with me. He's kind of been somewhere else for the last seven years. I, I don't get it. He's, he's gone to a different place. How can you say God is with me? So again, Gideon thinks he's talking to this guy who just shows up under a shade tree in his yard, and he's saying the Lord is with you. And then he says, you're mighty warrior. You imagine Gideon going, well, mighty warrior? Dude, what are you talking about? I'm not a mighty warrior. Dude, I'm here. You see me? I mean, it's like maybe you or me out in our yard, and, and maybe we're cutting grass or doing something in the yard, and you're all hot and sweaty, and you got this big old shade tree, and some dude comes and sits down under the shade tree and says, Hey, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. I mean, what would you do? Exactly. <laughs> you're crazy. And here's what I know. And, and you say, well, how could he say that to the angel of the Lord? Well, in the Bible, it says, the verse says, please, sir, or please, Lord, lowercase. So when it says, Lord, lowercase letters, what that means is that 
it's a person, or he thinks it's a person. He thinks it's a man just like you and me that he's talking to. He doesn't yet realize he is talking to God. So he's treating him like he's talking to a regular guy, right? And we know that. You'll see later on he, he realizes it, and he doesn't call him little Lord anymore. He calls him big Lord. So the first point of this message is, the Lord is with you. And that's what he said to Gideon. And that's what he's saying to every one of us as believers. The moment we invited Jesus Christ into our heart, his Holy Spirit came into our heart. And God the Father, and God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is living inside of us. And so wherever we go, Whatever we do, whatever challenge he puts in front of us, God is with you. And I think many times, and for me and I'm sure for you, we don't take full advantage of having the Holy Spirit inside of us. We go out into the world, and that world may be into the room next to us to take care of our children. But the power of God is always inside. It it never leaves you. And we just have to take hold of that power. We have to constantly recognize that he lives inside of me. No matter what I'm going through, no matter what's happening to me, no matter what journey he has me on, God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, lives within us. Then the second part is he called Gideon a mighty warrior. Now, if you're like me, I don't, look at myself and think, I'm a mighty warrior. And I'm sure many of you don't. But the reality is, you are a mighty warrior. Like I said earlier, the moment, the very moment Jesus Christ came into your heart, came into your life and saved you, that very moment, you became a mighty warrior, not in your power, but in his power. His power lives inside of you. So every single one of us is a mighty warrior in and for his kingdom. So Gideon had kind of, you know, said what he said, dude, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And then, and then um, the angel speaks again. The angel of the Lord speaks again. Go ahead and put up the slide real quick. He says, uh, go in the strength you have, and I'm going to jump to the second part, am I not sending you? Before you take the slide down, if you notice, again he says, pardon me, my little Lord. So he doesn't understand who he's talking to. He still thinks he's talking to a guy, just a normal guy. And the last part, God says, I will be with you. So let's go back to the first part. Go in the strength you have. Every single day, every single day, God is calling you to go just as you are. He's not calling you to say, well, go when this happens. Go when you become a theologian. Go when you get your doctorate in biblical studies. Go when... These things happen. That's not what he's doing. 
He's telling you, I'm with you. You are a mighty warrior through me. Go just as you are. And whether you're going, like I said, you're going to your room next door to be the godly mom to your children. You're going. Go in the strength that you have just as you are. Whether God's calling you to become a small group leader for children's ministry, and you're thinking, I can't do that. Well, yes, you can, because you are a mighty warrior, because the living God is inside of you. You may be a CEO of a company, but you may not feel like you're a CEO of the company, and you don't have the strength and power to run that company. Yes, you do. You know, I think about people in this church, um, Lolita, for those of you who know her. You know, she was telling me the story uh, in between the services, how she didn't have a job. She went to a networking class here at the church, and she was actually helping a lady do interviews. And the lady saw her do the interviews and said, I want to hire her. Well, she wanted to hire her into a job that she had never done before. She was scared to death. But she looked at God in tears in her eyes and said, God, you have to go with me. And he did. And she is knocked it out of the park. The lady says the best hire she's ever had. And she said, I have felt God with me the entire time. Go in the strength that you have. Just kicked over the clock. Because I need the clock so I know that when we finish 10 minutes early, you'll be happy. All right, so, so I was talking to my, um, my son's fiance last night. She's probably freaking out because she's an introvert and she's here. She's, oh, gosh, he's going to say something about me. All right, I'm, so I won't point her out. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, <laughs> and yeah, she's fairly new Christian. And she felt God calling her to start a ladies' Bible study. She doesn't have all the biblical knowledge that somebody has that maybe uh, that grew up going to church, studying the Bible all throughout the years. But she felt God saying to her, go just as you are. And so she went and she started that Bible study. And there's a grand total of two people that show up. And many of us would go, oh, that's so sad. That's just awful. She's excited. She gets to invest in two people. And she said, one of the ladies said to her, I'm so excited. This has been the best thing that's ever, I can't imagine not having this Bible study <sighs> blew me away. So it's not about going to something great and world famous, although that may happen. It's about going just as you are, right where you are with whatever skills, talents, personalities, gifts that you have or don't have. God is saying to you and to me, 
Go in the strength that you have. And then he said, am I not sending you? It's almost like he's saying to Gideon, Gideon, I am the Lord God Almighty. I am the creator of the universe. Am I not sending you? And then God is saying to you, am I not sending you? And again, I don't know where he's sending you. Here's what I do know. I know that every moment that you go out into the world, and the world is anywhere outside of your bedroom, okay? You get up and you go out into the world. God's sending you. And he's sending you to have God moments and God encounters with other people. And those people may be your family. Those people may be a friend, maybe a coworker, maybe somebody you've never even met before. My wife and I went to uh, Savannah this last week. That's a hot place, let me tell you. Uh, I think that's close to Hades because it was like over 100 degrees. My dog we brought with us, she didn't want to go outside. Come on, it's going, uh uh, I'm playing here. But anyway, we had fun. We did a lot of different things. And one night we went to um, a dinner cruise on the river. And uh, it was, so we got, we sat down and got in our relationship wherever they seat you. And uh, we're sitting there, and, and then a couple comes and sits beside us. And um, being the introvert that I am, I'm, I, you know, I'm probably, I'm doing this. Hi, honey, how are you doing? Because they're really, literally right next to you. And my wife, being the extrovert that she is, she starts the conversation with them. And I'm like, oh, i got to talk to them now. So, oh, we have to have a conversation. So now we're talking, you know, and the introvert's going, please, just, I just want to eat. I want to go up on the top of the deck. I want to see the sunset, and I want to go home. You know, but now here we are. And eventually the conversation got around to God. I don't know how it got there. Uh, I think she had asked me what I do, and, and she asked me a really, really tough question. And um, at that point, I'm like, all right, God, I, you, your message has been on being with me. God, you're going to have to give this answer. I don't even know what to say. So what I said through the power of God was the answer to the question Look, here's what I know. I know that the Bible is 100% truth. There is nothing in the Bible that isn't true. There is nothing in the Bible that would lead me in the wrong direction. And I told them, I said, look, you're going to read things in the Bible, and you're going to struggle with them. I read things in the Bible, and there are times I read something and I struggle with it. But then I said, but I want you to know something. God's Bible is the truth. And here's what I know that it says. It says that God loves you right where you are. He wants the best for you right where you are. And I said, he's a God of love, a God of grace, a God of mercy. 
And I know that because he sent Jesus Christ, his son, into this world to die for you and me just as we are. And we just, I kind of ended it there. I mean, it, it, this is a lot of people. They got music going on and there's some, some guy doing some, I don't know what he was doing behind me. And, and, but I looked over to the lady and there were tears in her eyes. And it dawned on me, my wife and I were there not for a dinner cruise, not to enjoy the food, although it was good, not to enjoy the sunset, although it was fantastic and we had a great time. But God sent us out. He sent us out, and he brought people alongside us. And it reminded me that for every moment, every encounter that we have, think of it as a God-ordained encounter. And you have God opportunities and God-orchestrated moments to tell people, to show people, to be an example for people of God's love and God's grace and God's mercy for every one of us. All right. So now, in the next slide, thank you. All right, in the next slide, Gideon He's starting to think, wait a minute, this might be, could it be, is it God? I'm not sure. God says, so Gideon says, look, let me go do something, and I want to come back and bring an offering. So that tells me, okay, he's starting to understand God the Father is calling him, is talking to him. So he runs off, but what does God say? I will wait until you return. So here's what I know. Um, my story was I was at uh, the Coca-Cola Company, Corporate America, for over 20 years. Very involved in my church. Uh, was a deacon. Was um, We did children's worship. We did middle school ministry. We did student ministry. Did all those things. And I was fat, dumb, and happy at the Coca-Cola company. I think I was 41-ish, something like that. And God started calling me into full-time ministry. And I'm like, are you nuts? Are you crazy? Now, I first thought, oh, well, I'm talking to myself. This is something that I've created in my head, and I'm going, stop that. No, do not do this. And I'll be honest with you, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I got away from God, but at the same time, I didn't run to him and say, yee-haw. My, my intent was to work at the Coca-Cola company. I had a plan. And if you know me, I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm, not, I'm a linear thinker, okay? I'm not creative. So we, Hector and I talk like this. Hector does this. All right? And, and I go, wait, one, two. Three. So the linear thinking in me going, I have a plan. Dude, I'm going to retire at 55. I'm going to go do all everything that's on my bucket list. I'm 59. This is going to interrupt my life, God. I'm already serving you in church. So 
it took me about six months before I had enough courage to even tell my wife what was going on. And then about a year later, I finally surrendered to God and said, okay, God, I'm yours. I went back to him, and there he was, his open arms, hugging me, telling me, it's okay. I'm with you. I'm sending you. It's okay. And for you today, I just want you to know God has his open arms for you. Whether you are really close to him, or maybe you've gotten away from him, or maybe you've never come to him before. Isn't it great that we have an almighty God that opens his arms and says, I'll be here when you return. And that's the God that lives inside of me and lives inside of you. So, Gideon comes back, and you can throw the next slide up, and Gideon comes back, and he, uh, he brings this food with him. He sits it down on the rock, and uh, as, as, as God's told him to, and he, uh, God touches that rock, and the food catches on fire and burns up. And then, and then um, look what Gideon says, and notice he says, sovereign capital L-O-R-D. So for the very first time, Gideon realizes God the Father is talking to me. I have seen the angel of the Lord. I've seen God. God has come and talked to me. So for the very first time, Gideon goes, wow, this is God. And that may be you. Maybe for the very first time, you realize God is talking to you. The question for you is, what's your answer? Are you going to go? Are you going to call on his name and say, Lord God, I am so sorry. The life that I've lived. Lord God, I want to be part of your family. I want you to be with me every step of the way from this moment forward. And if that's you, that's all you got to do. You just got to ask them. And then go one more slide. We're about to finish up because I promised we'd get finished early. And God's response was, peace, do not be afraid. And Gideon said, the Lord is peace. You know, the Lord is peace. When you're on your journey... Wherever that is, wherever it takes you, can I encourage you to dwell in his peace? He is sending you. He has said, I will be with you. I'm sending you. Go in the strength that you have. Take full advantage of that. And whatever you're going through, just know that the God of peace lives inside of you. And he will get you through. He will carry you through the journey, whether it's a difficult journey or a crazily, crazy significant journey. He will be with you every step of the way. 
Okay, so I want you to do something for me. I'd like everybody to stand up. Everybody, I know it's weird. I get it. So everybody stand up. And what I'm going to ask you to do is weird. I'm, I'm okay, but, but it's all right. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. I want to ask you to look up to heaven. And I want you to say, or I want you to repeat after me the words that I say. But you're saying them to God in heaven. The Lord is with me. Through him, I am a mighty warrior. I will go just as I am. I trust in you, the almighty God that is sending me. I will rest in your peace throughout my journey. Thank you very much. You can't imagine how powerful that was hearing you from up here on the stage. So thank you for doing that. And I hope that when you said those words, when you talked to God, you felt a peace that maybe you hadn't felt in a long time. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for who you are, that you are truth, you are who you say you are, and you do what you say you're going to do. Lord, thank you that you are with us, that we are mighty warriors through your power, that we go not in our own strength, but in your strength, that we recognize that you, God, are sending us every day for God moments. And Father, let us rest in your peace on our journey. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody said, amen. Thanks for listening to the Sugar Hill Church Podcast. For more information and to find out more about our church, please visit us at sugarhillchurch.com.